Welcome to Read By, a new podcast where today's finest authors read what matters to them, from their homes to yours. This April, the Poetry Center was to host a celebration of Linda Gregg, the award-winning poet who died in March last year. This episode features readings of Gregg's work by two of the poets who were to take part, Robert Haas and Jory Graham. To learn more about their selections, check out the episode description. And now, read by Robert Haas and Jory Graham. Here are a few of Linda's early poems from Too Bright to See. We manage most when we manage small, but things are steadfast, not the birds, not the bride and groom who hurry in their brevity to reach one another. The stars do not go away as we do. The heavenly things ignite and freeze, but not as my hair falls before you. Fragile and momentary, we continue, fearing madness in all things huge and their requiring, managing as thin light on water, managing only greetings and farewells. We love a little as the mice huddle, as the goat leans against my hand, as the lovers quickening, writing time, making safety in the moment. This touching home goes far, this fishing in the air. The poet goes about her business for Michelle, 1966 to 1972. This is Michelle Rice, Stan and, and Anne Rice's child. Michelle has become another dead little girl, an easy poem, instant Praxitelian, instant 75-year-old photograph of my grandmother when she was a young woman with shadows I imagine were blue under her eyes. The beauty of it, such guarded sweetness, what a greed of bruised gardenias, oh Christ, whose name ripped silk. I have seen raw cypresses so dark the mind comes to them without color, dark on a Greek hillside, dark, volcanic, dry, and stone where the oldest women of the world are standing dressed in black up in the branches of a fig tree in the gorge, knocking with as much quickness as their weakness will allow, weakness which my heart must not confuse with tenderness. And on the other side of the island, a woman walks up the path with a burden of leaves on her head, guiding the goats with sound she makes up and then makes up again. The other darkness is easy, the men in the dreams who come in together to me with knives. There are so many traps, and many look courageous. The body goes into such raptures of obedience. But the huge stones on the desert resemble nobody's mother. I remember the snake after its skin had been cut away and it was dropped. It started to move across the clearing, making its beautiful waving motion. It was all meat and bone. Pretty soon it was covered with dust. It seemed to know exactly where it wanted to go, toward any dark tree. And uh, this one is called Eurydice. I linger, knowing you are eager, having seen the strange world where I live, to return to your friends, wearing the bells and singing the songs which are my mourning, with the water in them with their strange rhythms. I know you will not take me back, will take me almost to the world, 
but not out to the house, color, leaves, not to the sacred world that is so easy for you, my love. Inside my mind and my body is a darkness which I am equal to, but my heart is not. Yesterday you read troubadour poets in the bathroom doorway while I painted my face for the journey. While I took tiredness away from my face, you read of that singer in a garden with the woman he swore to love forever. You were always curious what love is like, wanted to meet me, not bring me home. Now you whistle, putting together the new words, learning the songs to tell the others how far you traveled for me, singing of my desire to live. Oh, if you knew what you do not know, I could be in the world remembering this. I did not cry as much in the darkness as I will when we part in the distance near the opening, which is the way in for you and was the way out for me, my love. The Girl I Call Alma The girl I call Alma, who is so white, is good, isn't she? Even though she does not speak, you can tell by her distress that she is just like the beach and the sea, isn't she? And she is disappearing, isn't that good? And the white curtains and the secret smile are just her way with the lies, aren't they? And that we are not alone, ever. And that everything is backwards, otherwise. And that inside the no is the yes. Isn't it? Isn't it? And that she is the God who perishes, the food we eat, the body we fuck, the loose net we throw out that gathers her. Fish. Fish. White sun. Tell me we are one. And that it's the others who scar me, not you. Too bright to see. Just before dark, the light gets dark. Violet, where my hands pull weeds around the Solomon seals. I see with difficulty what before was easy. Perceive what I saw before, but with more tight effort. I am moon to what I am doing and what I was. It is a real beauty that I lived and dreamed would be. Now, no, but never then. Can tell by looking hard, feeling which is weed and what is form. My hands are intermediary, neither lover nor liar. Sweet being, if you are anywhere that hears, come quickly. I weep, face set, no tears, mouth open. Not singing. When you stop looking at the garden, the eye begins furtively to acknowledge the barren poplars and the giant spruce and the firs. And so it is with this maid in me, not asking to be saved. Another one takes her place, neither merciful nor unmerciful. There are almost no flowers to be looked at anyhow, 
no flowers to bear having an opinion about. And the more it rains, the less flowers there are. The flowers, they say, all along were the journey. Like the branches thrown down before the little donkey feet of Christ on the way to glory, I would not have it different. Ruin is everywhere, the plague of soft rain endless. We sing of loss because the only voice they gave us was a song and a reasoning. It is not love we are after, no love, not singing, but a somber thing, a going to the opening and entering. The Apparent When I say transparency, I don't mean seeing through. I mean the way a symbol is made when an X is drawn over O, as the world moves when it is named, in the sense of truth by consciousness, which we translate as opposites. The space we breathe is also called distance. Presence gives Absence allows and calls until presence holds the invisible, weeping. Transparent in the way the heart sees old leaves. As we become more like the hills by feeling. I mean permanence. As when the deer and I regard each other. Ah, there was no fear then. When she went with her young from the meadow back into the nearly night of the woods, it was because the rain came down suddenly harder. There she is. When I go into the garden, there she is. The specter holds up her arms to show that her hands are eaten off. She is silent because of the agony. There is blood on her face. I can see she has done this to herself. So she would not feel the other pain. And it is true. She does not feel it. She does not even see me. It is not she anymore, but the pain itself that moves her. I look and think how to forget. How can I live while she stands there? And if I take her life, what will that make of me? I cannot touch her, make her conscious. It would hurt her too much. I hear the sound all through the air that was her eating, but it is on its own now, completely separate from her. I think I am supposed to look. I am not supposed to turn away. I am supposed to see each detail and all expression gone. My God, I think, if paradise is to be here, it will have to include her. Nine Two Y's Red By is produced and commissioned by New York's Nine Two Y Underberg Poetry Center, a home for live readings of literature for over 80 years. To invite more authors into your home, subscribe to Nine Two Y's Red By wherever you download podcasts. If you enjoyed this recording, please share it with a friend. Tag us on Twitter or Facebook, 92Y Poetry Center, and let us know your favorites. 
If you extra enjoyed and you're able in this uncertain time, please visit 92y.org slash help now to donate to support 92y and its new digital programming. We rely on your contributions. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Find more great readings at 92y.org slash archives. <laughs>